Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of FM On Demand with Tara Fitzpatrick. I'm your host, Tara Fitzpatrick, and today is a college episode. I have um, John Buchholz from the University of Nevada at Reno, and um, we right away got out of the way. He's not a gambling man, and I'm not a gambling lady, but um, I have developed this taste for blackjack somehow, so I was curious about that. We didn't waste a lot of time on that, though. We got right to the matter at hand, which is talking about all of the changes in the dining program that um, they have been working on developing and testing with the new semester. So they did something that we always like to see, which is listening to feedback from the students. That's a great way to do it. But of course, like everybody else, they've got labor issues and it's like doing more with less. This guy has got the formula kind of figured out. So really um, interesting conversation here. Um, Yeah. And it's not a gamble to listen to this podcast. Thank you. Welcome, John. Thank you for being here. Yes, thank you for having me. It's quite the pleasure being able to speak with food management. For sure. And likewise, very happy to talk to somebody from the University of Nevada at Reno. And I, before we get started, I wanted to ask you if you could teach me a little bit about blackjack. Do you know blackjack at all? <laughs> no, I, I am the worst at casino games. They, uh, they take all of my money. They do it quickly. So I, I'm usually back in the room or leaving to go home right away. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got to visit a crazy little casino in West Virginia a couple of weeks ago with my girlfriends and I got oh. a taste for blackjack. I'm like, boy, this is fun, but I also didn't win. And that's why I think I'll never have a problem because I literally never win. But yeah. I found I found this. I still have five dollars to spend at the at the Mountaineer. So yeah. okay, <laughs> look good. out, Mountaineer. I, uh... I love West Virginia. Yeah, the Greenbrier Resorts there and have been there several times. That's a beautiful establishment. Oh my gosh. As they say, it's almost heaven. I yes. mean, they're not kidding. John John Denver, not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, beautiful countryside. Absolutely. It really is, especially um, this time of year. This is when I would usually go there. It's beautiful. Yeah, for sure. You'll have to make a little um, leaf peeping trip for yourself so you can see the beautiful foliage because <laughs> you don't yes, get a ton yeah. of that in Reno, I wouldn't think. there are <laughs> Not too much. You know, Lake Tahoe's not too far away, but there's a lot of evergreens there. They don't necessarily turn colors. Um, we do have some aspen and birch around that will turn yellow, but, you know, it's not as prevalent as, as West Virginia. Yes. You know, I have seen those yellow trees, I think in Colorado, maybe, but those are really cool. That's, yes, that's a nice, beautiful, beautiful trees. For sure. So, all right, let's get right into it now. Um, I wanted to see, we have, we've done a little story about what you guys did new for this school year, but I wanted to sort of get more behind the scenes with it. And basically the first question is when, how did you decide that it was time to revamp the program? There's a few different things that you guys updated. What was kind of like the, was this something that you just do all the time or it was like, let's, let's get something new going on here. Well, you know, so in higher education, it's, um, it's almost a standard to have to revamp stuff year to year. You have some returning um, students and you definitely want to upgrade from the year before or, offer some different uh, concepts, different outlets, whatever it may be. 
just to show them that you're, you know, you're at least trying to keep up with the trends and whatnot. For us, it was a little bit um, of an easier process. We had um, some uh, a Mongolian grill that we opened up that was built in when when they revamped the dining hall, okay. and it was available to us to um, just take over and move on. So we we that was an easy one um, mm -hmm. to uh, get going and and somewhat show that we're upgrading, revamping and whatnot. Yeah. Um, we had some opportunities in our retail as well to to offer a grab and go product that was made in house instead of um, outsourcing. And we also had um, a couple of outlets that were um, um, needing some work done. So we were able to revamp them over the summer and get them opened up with some good staff as well. Very cool. You did a little bit of everything and made made everything better as a whole, kind of, it sounds like. Yeah, we we definitely try our very best to, <laughs> you know, spread the love, if you will, in terms yeah, of right. the volume <laughs> of people that we're serving. So, you know, yeah. it doesn't benefit us to have everybody go to one outlet. And right. we want to make sure that the outlets they go to are up and running, full service, you know, with a well-trained staff. And, you know, so that was our efforts over the summer to make sure that everything was up and running running well, well-trained staff, um, good menus from, from student surveys that we, you know, so that they see that we listen to them. Mm -hmm. um, so, it, and it seems to be working really well for us this year. We, we opened so strongly this summer, yeah. I mean, this uh, fall. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just really impressed. It's been one of my best openings so far. Awesome. Very cool. And some of your students um, within that feedback that you just mentioned, they had asked for later hours because it sounds like they're night owls. And maybe this is like when you're in Reno, you're even more of a night owl. You're getting on the slot machine schedule. I'm sorry. I'll stop. I know there's more. I'm sure there's more to Reno than just casino. But Maybe we're not the only ones that lose money. They, huh? Yeah, exactly. They, so it's like they, they were saying there's, you know, late at night, we want, we want some places, we want some snacks. And then, but you're, you're dealing with the labor aspect of it. So that's maybe where some of those vending machines came in with the fresh projects. I wonder if you could go into or the fresh products. I wonder if you could go into that a little bit more. Absolutely. We, um, you know, we did open up um, with some later hours. Those later hours primarily were in retail. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a breakfast and company concept, which breakfast all day, um, kind of a, uh, an outlet. This again was uh, student choice. It was number one on the student choice. Um, breakfast all day is such a good idea when you're doing things at odd hours or you have to yeah. pull all nighter to finish some sort of assignment or something. There, and it just seems right to have that breakfast it when does. at three in the morning. It does, well, but they, they eat in such large quantities. It's, you know, it's, it's, um, to me, you know, you eat late night, all you want to do is go to sleep, not study, at least I would. So, but anyway, yeah. it's really um, coming around, you know, we, we offer a few things on that same menu that aren't just specific to breakfast, you know, it kind of blurs the line between breakfast and lunch, but you know, they are popular items um, that, that again, the students have chosen as part of what they want to see. So the breakfast and company was one that we um, opened up and in uh, a little bit later in the evening. Mm -hmm. um, we have a pizza concept we call wild pie that we we have open later. Some of our um, our other concepts um, that are popular with like Asian foods and and our um, our market seed uh, store convenience store they're open later in the evening. Um, so those most of our late night um, outlets were geared more towards retail. Now, mm -hmm. you mentioned the vending machines. We um, we will be supplying them also throughout the campus with our 
grab-and-go mm-hmm. products that we make here in-house now. Um, and those will be something that they can they can um, have some nourishment even after our hours of operation have shut down. And that's obviously such a step up than like a, a vending machine where you're going to find like just prepackaged like your your snack foods, your processed food that everyone knows is not the best thing. So what are how did you find some good items that can kind of stand up to like being in there? Like what what are some of the the best like items I guess that you have? Well, um, you know, so we. We have this concept, the grab and go concept um, already in place. I've used it at all of the other um, accounts that I've worked. Um, So I kind of know what stands up and what Mm -hmm. may not. Um, Some of the steps to make them more of a viable option um, in terms of vending machines. The the vending machines, though, I mean, we're just going to supply them with the things that are easy to eat. Mm-hmm. while they're studying if they're in class or if they're in the library or somewhere they don't want to have messy food so they're easy to eat kind of finger food items mm-hmm. um, we also rely a, a good bit on our our corporate team if you will I, I always refer to them as a corporate team they're they're part of us they're all part of us so it's yeah. it's rough calling them cor- corporate they, I don't think they like that so well <laughs> but it's just an easy way of describing them uh-huh. so but there there's a whole team of chefs and and um account managers that come together and they talk about what works for them so when they roll out a menu and we're we're tweaking it to to match our account we know that the product is going to be sufficient for the students not only in uh, nutritional value but also um you know price point everything they test and vet everything before they roll it out so we have a team that does a lot of the hard work for us and then Mm -hmm. we just have to implement it and make sure that we we kind of identify the things that work for the account so we, you know, through experience, maybe on my part, and then also, you know, just vetting some product on my end um, after our corporate team works on it. Yeah. So the um, the students who are living on campus, they have their their choice. They have of where to go, but then there's the retail stuff that just could be anytime. Like it is, it's different than the dining halls. And then, so you're saying the the vending machines are more like in those locations. Yes, there. So we have them in um, some of our coffee shops that we we were having some struggles with labor. Uh, um, oh yeah, I wanted to talk about market. that it too. It was a little tight, so we utilize these vending machines in those outlets. Um, mm-hmm. There, there is coffee machines that give you high quality espresso kind of coffee, cold and nice. hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and coupled with that is our vending machines that we're talking about. So these vending machines aren't like you would uh, maybe envision where you put a, mm-hmm. a, a dollar in and something drops down to the bottom and you get it. It's, yeah. it's, it's just like a refrigerator. They swipe their card and open up the mm-hmm. door. So, so it doesn't take quite the beating. And, and again, I, yeah. I will keep bringing this up. We make it here in house. It's something I'm pretty proud of. For sure. That is very cool. So in a way, like, have you just found a way to make the labor thing balance? Like you're just, you're kind of like, here's this and that, because you are, you're making the stuff. So there's that's some labor, but maybe you do it at different times or different hours. Like, I wonder if you could talk a little bit more just about the labor side of it. Yeah, we, um, you know, I'm pretty passionate and, and um, for lack of a better way, aggressive with making <laughs> sure that I, I recruit good help and that's you that's usually ha- uh, done through the summertime when we have the opportunity to to really do a good job of interviewing and and mm-hmm. and, and screening the the potential employee um 
we seem to have a better chance of hiring uh, the, the right people when we hire cooks as opposed to frontline workers. The frontline workers typically, you know, they may not make as much per hour. Mm -hmm. um, so that's a little deterrent when we're competing against casinos and, and whatnot. That's right. But also um, the, the frontline employees typically are students and mm -hmm. they're not available to come to work until after we open, which is a little too late for those yeah. key positions. So we we reserve those for support positions. Um, mm -hmm. So the key employees that we use are cooks, typically, okay. it, at least in this aspect with filling the, uh, the right. vending machines and doing that in-house uh, grab-and-go production. So right. that's where we're able to offset the, uh, the labor um, is to hire cooks yeah. that are more behind the scene and available to come in and get trained right before school starts. Um, and then the frontline employees, we reallocate them to those late night um, outlets that we've just spoke of. Okay. And not so much in the coffee shops where we needed them from the beginning. Okay. That makes sense. It's boy, it's interesting to get into these operational parts of it sometimes. And I, I know that our <laughs> listeners are going to be like taking notes because this is, it's a problem for everybody. Like labor is such, such a big deal. And with the grab and go, I wish I would have talked to you earlier because I just did a story about grab and go. Isn't that always the way you find something that you right after it's cheese, but I'm, I'll be writing about it again. Cause it's a big part, like for all the segments, like grab and go is, is pretty, pretty big part of business. And another part of business that can be a big part of it is catering. So I wanted to see about how much, because that was another part of your plan where catering got kind of upgraded too. So like about how much of the business is, is it increasing? How's it going? Our catering business here and 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 is very much like all the other accounts out there, I'm sure, where, where it allows our um, our company to showcase our skills, if you will. Mm -hmm. You know, catering is a higher end um, outlet. They they kind of um, cater to the staff a lot. Um, mm -hmm. For the, like fancy, fancy stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or, or graded items or, um, okay. as well. You know, they don't always want fancy, but we certainly give them okay. very upgraded items um, through catering. Mm -hmm. um, so with that, uh, we, our team up there is very talented. They've been here for a while on this on this campus here, so they know what everybody wants, what they're looking for. Um, so it's been a benefit uh, to us in making life a little easier when it comes to catering, uh, as we have a good team that's been working together for a little while. Um, we we revamped that a little bit, not so much a total revamp, but more mm -hmm. of an introduction of student-friendly packages where they, oh, okay. they want like uh, budget-friendly, pizza or yeah you know, like pre-made sandwiches no frills kind of thing where they mm -hmm. just grab you know we we deliver it it's you know it's kind of there and they can just grab it and, and oh yeah if they're working on a project that. a group project somewhere and they want to bring it yeah. that's nice to make it accessible so people can know have you done like marketing around that to let people know like hey you can get some sandwiches or what have you yeah we you know I, i've often said this that um I'm trying not to sneeze here. Okay. Um, I've, I've often said this that you know marketing and culinary have somewhat of a difficult relationship. Marketing is so dead set on timing, timing, timing. Oh yeah, tell me about it. What was originally planned. <laughs> um, so uh, 
culinary, you know, there you got to roll with the punches a little bit more, be a little more flexible yeah. and, and mm -hmm. bendable, if you will, for yeah. whatever comes at you. So sometimes a difficult relationship. However, I, this account works really well together with marketing, marketing with culinary and nothing is rolled out. Nothing is put together until marketing has had their chance to uh, do all the, the, literature all the programming um computers everything all the posters everything is out there in mm -hmm. in um you know on campus and and marketing for what we want to do yeah and then we are able to roll it out so they're they're very much working hard behind the scenes to get it ready and, and get the word out so yes they're very involved um and then through that with the students you know they they're on every social media um, outlet that there's available some of which i oh, haven't yeah. heard of i don't think but <laughs> I know you never that's when you know you're getting old you're like I, I don't even uh, yeah. know what that is okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh sure. and then so along with the budget friendly stuff we you know we we have put together packages that are you know the student friendly and budget friendly so one's more towards students the other is more geared towards staff members that just want something simple maybe somebody's having a birthday and they just need some mm -hmm. cookies or something like that that we offer so those two things yeah. are are packages that we've implemented in our, our catering package. Um, to go back to your question about how what what kind of volume or how does it yeah, play into yeah. our total amount here, they, you know, catering, catering's a little bit seasonal as I as I describe it. You know, right now it's not very, not as busy as as one would think with mm -hmm. catering being the way it is, you know, just always busy. Yeah. Um, and we're always busy, but at, at, on on the revenue as a whole, we have about two and a half, two and a half percent, three percent of our total revenue right now. But as we yeah. approach the end of the semester, it'll mm -hmm. pop up to about thirteen to fifteen percent. Whoa, that's a big jump. Yeah, and and it's um, the staff, you know, with Christmas, end of the semester, yeah. festivities, like holiday parties. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. That's mm -hmm. correct, and they utilize um, our services for that. Yeah. So you go into high gear probably when it's, when it's hot. So. <laughs> Definitely. And I wanted to see if there are any sort of like um, legendary dishes or menu items specific to this location that people have known and loved for a long time. Like um, I don't kind of regional or, or is there, cause what just, it jogged my memory when you mentioned that um, the cater, the catering team, they know what everybody wants. Like, I wonder, is there a certain thing that's like, just everybody loves there? You know, um, I, I'm going to have to be a little transparent here. I've only I've only been on account on the account since December. Oh, okay. Um, so you still have to I'm learn not, the lore of the land. <laughs> still, still learning a little bit of uh, of those nuances. I haven't had um, hmm. anything that I have seen come across the line that was like every catering event has to have this item or something like that. But right. we do have uh, we do have some. Um, agricultural facilities on campus and oh and I didn't know that cool to use them there's a processing plant for some of our proteins and then also the university has their own wine label so we we definitely incorporate cool. that into our our catering events as well oh that's so cool so you can yeah. grow you can grow grapes there I wouldn't say grapes as much as um, they, as far as I know, anyway, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, we'll have to look into that. Part. We'll have to, yeah, put a pin in that. That's, that's interesting. Yeah, I, but they I do process <laughs> um, animals. So we, we, oh, we definitely tap yeah. into, you know, some of the meat product that they, they offer. Okay. Is there like, is, is it like an animal husbandry program there that you have? Is it like an ag school? Uh, there is, the school or... is not, um, oh, okay. but the, 
that particular department has their own processing plant, as I understand it. And we we definitely pull from that. That's great. So that means you can get fresh cuts, different yes. stuff, different proteins to use, and probably big yes. volumes. And they know that you're going to be, that's perfect. I, I really like when one, one hand washes the other that way. Yeah, it works. It's a good relationship too. And they, you know, but it's all that we use that mostly in catering. I, the, you know, they're, they're, I don't know they're to the scale to be able to support our residential halls. Oh, okay. They definitely can help us out and do during our catering events. For the catering. Gotcha. Yes. Nice. And then I wanted to move on to some more personal questions. Okay. Are you the kind of person who cooks at home or do you feel like that's taking your work home with you too much? And if so, what have you been cooking this fall that you've been enjoying? You know, I taking it home too much. No, I am a chef and I love to cook. I certainly mm -hmm. like the creativity of being a chef and oh, you yeah. know playing around with food and stuff. But I do have to admit that I think it's my obligation to sample all the food that's here, through, uh, especially in residential halls that um, are served for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So during the school year, most of my uh, nutrition is done through all of our residential halls and nice. we have staff that are very proud of some of the stuff that they want to offer the students and we oh, can yeah. give them a little bit of that freedom and they're always asking me to try their oh food. try so, this try this you know, yes how fun that's such a good part comes... of your job what the heck <laughs> <laughs> love it yes for sure but by the time the end of the day rolls around the last thing I want to do is eat more so <laughs> no. I don't eat at home as much when, no more. when I'm working <laughs> But when I do, you know, I love to, I love the baking aspect that I don't get to do oh. as much of in, in on campus here. So, you know, it's not out of the question for me to be baking, you know, hamburger buns or something like that at home and oh, a bis fun. brisket burger, you know, that I grind up at home or making a, a, you know, something that doesn't use bread, but making a fresh batch of pho at home is, oh, yeah. is something that takes some time. And, you know, when you have a it good, bo a good bowl of broth. Oh you know, my gosh. It's, you almost can't beat it. Oh, I know. So you're using aromatics. You're really, you're going the whole extra mile. Cause sometimes yeah. like some shortcuts when I, there's, there's a hello fresh that is, I hand it around here somewhere. I've, I've been showing visual aids lately on my podcast, but oh, this is ramen. Here we go. It's chicken ramen in a shoyu yeah. style broth. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of times with these meal kits, sometimes I just, I'm not in the mood for the thing once I get it, but I, I don't waste it, but I'll, I'll use the other stuff and it's, uh, it gets overwhelming. That's yeah. One you know, thing I, I don't believe that I've ever participated <laughs> in having something, you know, that was prepackaged for me other than maybe a grab and go item or, you know, mm -hmm. or I go through fast food when that's all I can get. But you what's know, your I, fast food go to if, if you must, what's your, what's your favorite? Oh my gosh. I was really hoping you didn't ask that. <laughs> Tell. <laughs> but you know, it's just, you know, I have to admit, you know, to be honest, you got, you have me blushing now. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, it's usually any convenient place that's on the way home. If I am hungry on the way home. Um, but you know, there's several fast food places on campus. Panera bread is here, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff. So it wouldn't be out of line to visit them. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, that might be the extent of it. <laughs> yes. Panera is good. And, um, yes. They, yeah, I haven't been there in a while. I should, I should check it out. And I found out the one by us has a drive-through. So it's like, that's, yeah. I didn't never knew that. I was, my, my daughter was saying, oh yeah, it's been there for years. I was like, I didn't know, 
but I like their soup sometimes. They're seasonal. Um, yeah, they do a good job. They're, they're solid with their food and training mm -hmm. and, you know, just the way they uh, handle the they whole do. operation. They're, they're a good they company. Do. And yeah, there's a lot of like inspiration sometimes like in fast casual, like in the way that um, Chick-fil-A people are always so friendly. And it's like, it's not just that they hire exceptionally friendly people, which I'm sure that they do, but like, that's a script and that's training, that's training. And then they, you know, they tell them to do it's by design. That's Definitely. correct. You know, training is everything. They, mm -hmm. it's, it's really important if, you know, and that's kind of what we employed here with our staff yeah. over in the dining hall. And I think that's what really helped us with, with our successful opening. Yeah, for sure. For sure. No, this, this all sounds really good. And, and um, we're going to stay in touch with you and, and see how, how everything continues to go. And I think we're just about at time. So thank you so much for being with me today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, again, like I said, it was truly my pleasure. It's, uh, you know, uh, I had some family members that I told that I was going to be on your podcast and they, they said, are you nervous? And no, I'm not nervous. This is a notch in the belt to be able to talk with food management, especially in the higher ed um, arena. You know, it's just you, your magazines are around. And, uh, you know, when I was told that this was going to come about, it was it, it I would have been hell bent to not be on this. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Thank you so much. I've been working really hard. So that's wonderful to hear for me. Yeah. So yeah. all right, well, we'll be in touch.